Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love Olympia Dukakis, R.I.P. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from the middle of the tunnel. We will get out of eventually for another Homes Alone edition. It's Sunday, May 2nd, 2021, and my guests are Nikki Bond, Kara Clegg, and Sam Levine. Let's... Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hi, Doug. Hey. Never, no one knows when to speak in, the, in this first part. I don't know if I can part. say hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah, you said my name, but you said some other names. This is confusing. So let's meet you all individually and alphabetically so you know when it's coming your way. First time guest, Nikki Bond is here. Hello, Nikki. Hello. Host hi. of the Getting to Know You podcast. Yes, but that podcast actually doesn't exist anymore <laughs> i'm host of a whoa dad podcast right each my absentee dad is a rock and roll guy how to be a father all right whoa dad yeah whoa dad okay <laughs> i gotta i gotta fire my research team. i mean yeah that's some drama you just brought up I think um, I think that's a fun uh, thing. I'm going to start asking my guests. Uh, do you have any former podcasts you'd like to talk about? <laughs> Why do we have to dwell on things that are happening now? Um, yeah. But the new podcast sounds like a lot of fun. And thank you for being here for this one. Thanks for having me. A returning champ, Kara Clank, is here. Hello, Kara. Hi. Great to be back. <laughs> how did it feel being champ for an entire week i mean yeah i feel like miss america talking about my reign of the past week all the things i got done i feel like i was able to do a lot of charity work and um you know it was a yeah. great it was a great week well your administration could get voted out today <laughs> like uh, we, will. <laughs> we will see <laughs> we will see what happens because also joining us I'm afraid, you know, it's we'll we'll see what he has to say about this. But uh, some might call him a ringer. Some might say this is set up. But I say that it's just Sam, the ma'am, Levine, a.k.a. Lil Wolverine, a.k.a. Lil Logan. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm just fine. Thank you, Doug. And I don't think it can be a setup because I hope I'm allowed to say it. You asked me if I could do today weeks and weeks ago. So there's there's no way you could have known how the weeks in between would pan out. No, but I know when I put your name in the calendar that everyone oh. that lands in that show is going to be shaking oh. in their boots. Okay. <laughs> there is no need for shaking. Please, no shaking. 
<laughs> Ladies, are you are you bootless right now? <laughs> it's yeah, they ran away. My boots <laughs> ran away. <laughs> um, but Sam, how's it going? Are you doing good? Uh, yes, uh, I, I I think I am. Um, it's uh, the the weather's nice. Uh, went for a, a good walk today uh, without a mask. Thanks a lot, CDC and California government. <laughs> so what uh, kind of uh, shot did you get, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we're Team Pfizer in my household. Same here. So, me too. So all, of the, all three of you had to do the double? Yes. And tell the people listening right now that are thinking about not getting the vaccine because, you know, it, it makes you sick and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um Explain to them how it wasn't that bad. Uh, it really wasn't. The first shot, my arm hurt for about a day. Yeah. Um, but it was it, it was akin to like when you were a kid and somebody punched you in the arm. Like it hurt for one day. Uh, my second shot, I've you know, you've heard some stories where people had reactions. I really didn't. And, and neither did uh, Rachel, my fiance. We both got our Pfizer, the second one. And it our arm hurt about 50% as much as it did the first time and no other symptoms. And we were both fine. Right. But if she's your fiance, she's clearly having mental problems. That is definitely <laughs> true. Um, she is severely mentally ill. It's a fake person. So you, yeah. you just told us what happened to a fake person. I should have, I should have made someone up. Um, my they're, they're, next they're door neighbor. Shots. Your girlfriend got her shots in Canada and she'll be, uh, <laughs> right. she'll be I'm eager for soon. everyone to meet her. <laughs> as soon as the travel restrictions lift fingers crossed yeah i like the uh i like the couple's vaccination i think that whole process is nice because you can uh, kind of commiserate if there is uh you know soreness or sickness after uh, nikki what was your did you come through it pretty uh yeah pretty i yeah and i hate needles but it hurt my arm only hurt the first day the second shot though um, I was pretty, I actually felt kind of high, which is not something to complain about. And then the next day I was, I was a little bit nauseous and out of it, but I also did t- have the shot. And then five hours later drank and did mushrooms. So I think that my wow. side effects <laughs> were from that. And for those of you listening, you can totally drink and do mushrooms when you get the shot and nothing bad happens. That's, yeah. that's the plus side. I definitely went in um, very high for the shot and then <laughs> followed the shot with uh, shots of alcohol and, um, and uh, more marijuana and uh, that, I think that helps a great deal. Yeah, we should have um, been together. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Kara, same same report. Um, pretty much, yeah. The the day after, I had some flu like symptoms. Like I just felt a little bit sh- achy, and I mean, it's just an excuse to lie on the couch and like binge watch a show. It's like, and it doesn't even last. It wasn't even really a full day. And then the next day I was right as rain. So there's no reason for vaccine hesitancy. Get on out there. Mm-hmm. I feel shot. like I, I really feel like part of the uh, feeling the the you know the sickness that you feel really comes from a place of just um, you know kind of paranoia and uh, you know it's kind of in your head you know like because uh, I, I I feel like I could have like done activities the next day I didn't so it was easy to just lay around and be kind of you know uh, <laughs> grumpy or whatever but. Uh, um, yeah, I think I think you go through all seven stages of dwarf after you get the shot. You're grumpy for a while, then you get sleepy, <laughs> and, <smoothie. laughs> and then you get you get bashful, right. <laughs> and eventually you see the doc again and you get happy. All right, so uh, and the rest here on Gilligan's Island. So, uh, <laughs> Doug, I say that all the time to no one and the rest. <laughs> as soon as you skip somebody, you just throw in an and the rest and everything's cool. Um, we lost and the rest recently, actually. Okay. Did, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so sad. Yeah. And Russell Johnson was a little bit before her. Yeah. A couple, but, yeah not, not that, not that long ago. Yeah. The whole and the rest crew is, is, mm-hmm. is, is laid to rest. Yeah. All right. Um, what did I want to do before we go to the first break? Oh yeah. Box office report. Very, very exciting that there is a box office report and that 
you know, people are back into uh, theaters that are, you know, I guess socially distant. I haven't uh, done it yet. Scott, Kil- Scott Pilgrim is back out on screen. So it made a little bit more money um, this last weekend, but number one was uh, demon slayer uh, Mugen train. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. It made $6.3 million. And then right behind it, Mortal Kombat was $6.2 million. And it feels like both of these movies appeal to the same crowd. So it's, uh, uh, thank goodness, uh, teenage boys are still being serviced at the, um, you know, the nation's, <laughs> Wait a minute. the nation's Wait a multiplexes. Minute. I, you're just, I, where were, where were teenage boys being serviced when I was a teenager? Because Oh, there were plenty of crappy movies that you, uh, dragged all your girlfriends to go see. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was, poor wording on my part <laughs> all right we're gonna go to our first commercial break we've got three great guests when we come back we're going to visit recommendation nation where each of my guests is going to recommend a movie uh for all of us to go see and uh especially now that we're all getting vaccinated uh we can focus more on uh, entertainment and worry less about all that stuff we'll be right back Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back, and it's time for Recommendation Nation. We'll start with our champion from last week, Kara Clank. You knew this was going to happen. I knew this was coming, and yet, um, no, I'm just kidding. I, I have, I, I mean, I guess I'm just going to go with recommending, I'm really pretty sad about Olympia Dukakis passing, and so I'm going to recommend Steel Magnolias, which I think is one of the best movies mm. ever. I love that movie, and I think she's really funny in it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if she's my favorite Steel Magnolia. Uh, <laughs> there's Dolly, there's, there's I know. Sally. It's quite a crew. Shirley and yeah. uh, Julia Roberts is, of course, is Shelby. And um, Shirley MacLaine plays Weezer, which is always that I always have trouble adjusting to that because that doesn't sound like it should be a person's name. Weezer Boudreaux. <laughs> I think it's um, I think it's a diminutive of Louise, but I'm not sure. I think you're right. And yeah. I think that the whole thing, you could look at it as uh, the better prequel to Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Levine, what do you think? Um, I recently rewatched uh, the 1970s, the OG version of The Gambler starring James Caan, uh, which I would recommend uh, if somehow the only one you saw was the Mark Wahlberg remake, or if you've seen neither. In either case, you should watch the 1970s The Gambler starring James Caan. Do the two versions, does the story say pretty much similar? Like, like I, if you have seen the Wahlberg one, will that spoil the story of the uh, other one? Or do they go different routes like the comic there, book adaptations? There, there are days? similarities. There are some similarities. Uh, the Both times the character is a, a college professor. Um, but I swear they, to God, you were gonna. I thought you were going to say both times the character's a gambler, and that would have been a very humorous. <laughs> that would have been a humorous thing. <laughs> I'm, I do it. I blew the joke. I blew the joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's it, the first one's very entertaining, and I, I recommend that. Yeah, I mean, James Caan passing the baton to Mark Wahlberg is pretty. That's pretty much. Uh, that's right on the money because they're both. They both seem like deeply unhappy people. Um, happy tough guys. Yes, yes. Hey, tough guy. <laughs> what did he say on the set of Elf? Elf, I mean. <laughs> I don't remember what he said on, on the set of Elf. I, well, they had that they, they had that documentary about Elf on uh, 
on Netflix and they oh. say he, he, he's, he made a speech the first day where he's like, I'm James Cobb, but everybody called me a called himself like Mr. Nice guy or some stupid thing. And uh, <laughs> now I, I can never remember what I wanted, what I want to say it about him. So oh. I, I should, <laughs> I should double check on that. I'm going to make a note. All right. First time guest, Nikki Bond. Could you please recommend a movie? Yes. I recommend Four Lions. <gasps> wow. Have you seen it? That's a nice pull. Yeah, that's, um, oh my God. you know, uh, Riz Ahmed, of course. That's one of the first yeah. times we saw him mm-hmm. in something. Yeah. And um, Novak, who I love. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, four lions. I, uh, I I think that's really these are these are all really good pulls. Uh, what do you remember the year of the gambler, uh, Sam? I I want to say nineteen seventy four. All right, I'll put a question mark next to that. I'm um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say yes because I I know the the remake was ni- uh, twenty fourteen and I think it's exactly forty years apart. So, whoa, I'm gonna say nineteen seventy four with a ninety nine percent degree of confidence. I mean, it's really nice to know that gambling hasn't changed in 40 years. Unchanged. <laughs> that it's still a thing that people do and, and have problems with. Um, but, yeah, but these are all, uh, I, I'd say these are all classics, so it's going to be a really interesting matchup. I'll put all three of them on uh, Twitter and um, uh, do a little poll on the Doug Loves Movies account, and we'll see what happens. Now it's time to go to... Our first game of the day. We're going to play two games today. And, you know, Sam, you know this. Carol may have learned this last week. The first game is more like just for fun. So don't panic when you find out how difficult it is. No, I'm panicking. Uh, <laughs> and then the second game should be uh, should be anybody's to win. Um, but, of course, I do all this by myself. So, you know, it's not perfect. <laughs> I appreciate the disclaimer, Doug. I really do. <laughs> right? Can you imagine if, uh, if Alex Trebek was like, hey, if you think some of these categories are dumb, I uh, worked hard on it and I did my best. Right. I did my best. Some of the answers might not be 100% accurate, but whatever. We're here for fun. You try and yeah. come up with them. You try and come up with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was so easy, then everyone would do it. If podcasts were so easy, everyone would. Oh. All right. Oh, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so now it is time to play Rolling With It, presented by OCB Rolling Papers. Ooh. Today's show is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. OCB is the largest rolling paper brand in the world and has been one with nature, crafted naturally since 1918. So you know they've perfected the process for a consistently great session time after time. In perfect harmony with nature, sustainable practices, the highest quality textile papers reasonably sourced and sustainably crafted have always been the OCB signature. OCB offers a full line of papers made with sustainable fibers, including flax, wood, organic hemp, bamboo, virgin, and come in a full line of sizes in both booklets and cones. No GMOs, no chlorine, and no dyes in OCB papers. All OCB papers are plant to puff. OCB makes their own paper from their mill in Avion to the factories they own in Perpignan. 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 I don't know how to say it, but it's in France with all fibers and packaging materials sustainably farmed from within a 500 kilometer radius and the always sticks acacia gum grown in African fields that OCB has been reforesting for decades. Unlike most other brands that buy their paper from a third party, OCB oversees the entire paper making process ensuring a century of quality straight to your hands. And best of all, their paper booklets are made in a facility that's powered by 100% green energy. 
That's awesome. In 2020, OCB rolled out America's first ultra-thin, slow-burning bamboo rolling paper and cones that have been taking the market by storm. Using only unbleached, French-milled bamboo, OCB is aiming to make bamboo your second favorite plant. As always, they are harvested responsibly, highly sustainable, chlorine-free, dye-free, bleach-free, even burning, GMO-free, and vegan ask for ocb wherever you buy your papers and sample the entire line of products in the meantime ocb has an unreal deal for our listeners visit ocbusa.com slash doug to get four booklets of ocb and a rolling tray for only 4.99 this bundle is worth 20 bucks limited time only follow ocb on instagram that's at OCBUSA to stay in touch with the natural wonder of OCB. Must be 21 plus to buy our papers and follow our social accounts. Back to the show. All right, so Nikki's going to go first. I'll name an actor or actress, and then Nikki will tell me how many movies she thinks she can name that that person is in in 60 seconds. Oh, God. Okay. And how do the other players play? Well, you'll see, because I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's similar to other games. Uh, We we got through it uh, the last time Kara was on, we played, and uh, it gets a little confusing because of the idea of bidding on names. But basically, when the first person (laughs) says how many names they can name of movies that that person was in, then Kara can challenge Nikki oh. to try or she can roll with it and add more names mm. and it moves down the line like that. Then Sam can challenge or add more names and uh, until we get to someone being challenged and then we will really do it. We'll set the clock at 60 seconds and the person will start naming movies. I will name the number after each one. So you have to pause after each one. You can't fly through them too fast so we can keep track in real time. But I, you know, you know me, I'm pretty quick, pretty sharp. (laughs) (laughs) I pay attention. All right. Um, First to two points, you, you know, you get a point either by succeeding or challenging someone who fails. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, uh, the names are just, um, you get to know the name each time. So whether or not there's, a, whether or not there's a theme is not really any, anybody's concern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So that means, um, who did I say was going to go first? Nikki. Nikki's going to yeah. go first. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Nikki. Yeah. And see, and also, this is a good game to uh, bluff on. Okay. We've played it a few times, and some people just kind of openly say, oh, I don't know any movies that that person's in. <laughs> well, then you've already set up that they, that if you even say one, the person could challenge you. But then again, you could be lying when you say, you know, it's tricky. Yeah. So, yeah. so just like to do it. games, like gambling exactly. games. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mark Wahlberg and James Conn kill this. The films of Dwayne... The Rock Johnson, either Dwayne Johnson or The Rock or Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because he's been billed as all of those. Okay. How many of how many of his movies do you think you can just rattle off in in sixty seconds? Five. That is a strong opening bid. I like oh, it God. very much. Now we move to Kara, who can challenge Nikki to name five rock movies or. You could say I can name six, I can name seven. You can pump it up uh, as high as you want. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge Nikki oh, to name those five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, you were so close, but you'll get to go first in the next round. Cool. Um, <laughs> you'll get more control in the next round. All right. So M- More control as opposed to zero. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, producer Ryan set the clock for 60 seconds. Nikki Bond has to name five Dwayne Johnson movies. Are you ready, Nikki? Okay. (laughs) Ready, set, roll. 
Okay. The Rock. What? That's you, think he, you think he's in a movie called The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, keep going. I didn't I didn't make a I didn't think of a penalty for wrong answers, but go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm getting really scared. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. This is very upsetting. Wow. Fast and the Furious. Uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Uh, six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> one. That's one. Uh, that's one. It's uh, a generous one. Yeah, it's a generous one. <laughs> It's a okay. friendly one. I'm, okay. I'm fine with it. Because I'm like, oh shit, summer TV. Okay. Uh, the Scorpion King. Time. Yes. Two. <laughs> okay. Best time. Oh, oh my God. Hey, I, Ryan, I had an aneurysm you... while trying to speak. That was not. <laughs> hey, Ryan, next time, can you go ding, 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 ding? Sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, congratulations, uh, Kara. You did it. You get the point for that one. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. I would not have been able to do much better than you, except for knowing Maui from Moana. Oh my gosh! I just had the I had the like the billboards in my head, and then I didn't have the names. <laughs> yeah, remember you that, just... that fault line fault line movie was that right? San Andreas. San Andreas. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you just see you just see posters of uh, the Rock hanging from a tall building. Is it skyscraper? Is it San Andreas? I don't know. Yeah. How many Fast um, and the Furious is, is has have he been in? He's um, been in two or three now, and one with his name, his character's name in the title called uh, Fast Cal and Furious. Uh, Calvin and Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. Calvin and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that was a great first round. And um, Sam, how many, what would your bid have been if it had gotten to you? What would you bid? Uh, how many do you think you could have done? Uh, at least 10. Wow. wow. That would have been so fun. Oh, well. I'm sorry <laughs> I denied you that glory, Sam. That's okay. That's okay. It's all for funsies. <laughs> right. And now it's your turn, Sam, to go okay. first. And then we will go to Kara and then to Nikki. So Nikki might get shut out just like you did. Um, Sam, how many films featuring actress Ellie Kemper can you name Ooh. in 60 seconds? Oh, boy. Of course, I can reveal, because they're not movies, that she was on The Office and the unsnappable Bimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel bad. I like, I'm sitting here almost thinking now and I feel like I shouldn't have the, uh, time to do that, but, um, let's see. Mm. I mean, is it, do you get a lucky break here? Have you ever co-starred with her? I've not co-starred with Ellie Kemper. No, I've met her and she's lovely. Um, I'll say, ooh, four. That's a reasonable number because she, like I said, she does a lot of work in television. Yeah. What do you think, Kara? Um, yeah, I'm going to challenge him to do those four. I think you, you know, Sam Levine is going to, he's going to know four for sure. I know, but I don't. Yep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but they'll only have one point. So, well, the game certainly will not be over. So, let's go ahead and see if Sam can get the four names. I'd say put 60 seconds on the clock, but I think he can do it <laughs> in much less than that, especially now that he's been sitting there thinking about it. I have been uh, sitting thinking. In fairness to me, I didn't write anything down. I am just sitting here. Uh, with with my hand. Yes. Uh, in fairness to head, Sam, so. he lives like a luddite. He does not have. <laughs> well, no, you know that tools. sometimes <laughs> when we do Last Man Stanton in person, I will write down uh, names. But that's in true. This, in that's this true. instance, I I have not done that. I'm sitting here uh, with nothing in my hands. So hands, know hands in the starts. air. Yes. Okay. Go. Uh, bridesmaids. One. Twenty one Jump Street. Oh, sorry. Twenty one Jump Street. Uh, 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 sex tape. 
Three. And uh, the Lego Batman movie. That's four. Congratulations, Sam. Thank you very much. I knew you could do it. Thank and you. I knew that I couldn't. <laughs> I'm embarrassed that The Rock I got to and Ellie Kemper, you got all four. <laughs> I'm sure I missed. Setting? My guess is I probably missed four. Like there's probably four other relatively well-known movies that I just couldn't remember. I don't know. She's such a TV person to me. I don't she know what movie she I didn't know she was yeah. in sex tape. Yeah, uh, she's in yeah. sex tape. She's in... Uh, She's in They Come Together with uh, ah. Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Okay. She's in both of the Secret Lives of Pets movies. Ooh, yep. All right. Uh, Mystery Team, Somewhere, and um, Laggies, something called Laggies. Okay. All right, so Sam's got a point. Kara's got a point. Nikki gets to go first this time. And uh, again, we're going to come at you next, Kara, after, oh, after this Nikki is me again? Okay. starts us off. But Nikki goes <laughs> Nikki goes first. Uh, Nikki, the films of, again, another person with a lot of TV and a lot of Broadway under her belt. So she hasn't focused entirely on films. So it's kind of a tough one. Christine Baranski. Christine oh, I just watched her in a Lifetime movie that I can't remember the name of. Oh, no, lifetime not a, movies a, wouldn't not even a anyway, lifetime so a holiday even... a holiday oh, um yeah 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 two. holiday hallmark i think two. so you're opening up with uh two two is your bid nikki yes all right kara can you name three or challenge nikki i can do three here comes sam mm, i'm thinking um this is where we're going to get some real exciting gameplay. I am going to say six. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, indeed. Nikki, do you want to uh, no have challenge. a little time to think about it? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Nikki? I said, fuck no, I challenge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I missed, I missed the fuck no part. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sam has been challenged to name six Christine Baranski movies. 60 seconds on the clock. And roll with it. Uh, Chicago. That's one. Uh, Bullworth. Two. Bowfinger. Three. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Four. The Birdcage. Five. And my favorite, The Ref. Oh. You could be bluffing on that. I don't remember her, The Ref. But oh, believe... she's very much in The Ref. She's, uh, she's the, the wife of the, of the uh, uh, Mary uh, is not Mary. Um, Connie is the character's name. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Gary I, and Connie and Mary and John. Um, I haven't seen it for a long time. I just flipper socks the, medium. The That's three leads. I see. Uh, you did it. Oh boy! Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. And I just remembered she's also in Adam's Family Values. Oh yes, that was that mm. been one of mine. That's a real good one. Into the Woods, both Mama Mia's. Oh. Legal Eagles, Reversal of Fortune, Bad Moms Christmas, and Trolls. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you for not forgetting the birdcage. Last week, somebody forgot a birdcage thing, and I was upset. Never forget the birdcage. <laughs> yeah, last week it was Hank Azaria. <gasps> Shonda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Sam won that game. Congratulations, Sam. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, and but thank you for uh, going up against him. Thank you for putting in the effort. And... Like I said, this next game is, uh, you know, anybody could take it. So we're going to play that after these messages. We'll be right back. We're back. And Sam Levine took down that last game. So he gets to go first in a brand new game. Our first attempt uh, at this particular game that I'm very excited about. This is one of those games where when I came up with it, 
I wish that I had a show that day. Oh, wow. Uh, because I was, I, I'm so excited to do it. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's gonna be fun and stupid, which is exactly what we look for on this show. <laughs> and it's time to play the feud. That's right. We're going to play filmily feud. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I should get that theme. I should just steal their theme music. It's just like family feud, but all about films. Uh, we polled a hundred people on several movie related questions and it'll be up to each of you to try to figure out which ones got the most responses. Oh boy. I love me some feud, Doug. Yeah. It's just like family feud, but you know, with uh, three players instead of two teams. Now, may I ask, were these all Twitter polls? You know, Sam, if I told you where I did these polls, then that would make oh. you privy to them. I, it, I guess oh. fair enough. I guess I'm asking because as I <laughs> mentioned, I watch a lot of Family Feud and um, I was on an episode of, of Family Feud back in the in the 90s. And I was so curious, like where they do, where they conduct their polls, because one of the questions <laughs> is like, what what's an animal that's uh, that you think of as slimy? And the number one answer was snake. And of course, <laughs> anyone who has ever touched a snake knows they are the opposite of slime. <laughs> um, and so I was like, where, where are these people? And it turns out that they used to do the bulk of their polling in malls in the southern part of the United States. So, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And um, they also uh, will do, uh, you know, they mention it sometimes like on, uh, you know, um, when they need the answers on match game, it's always like they just get the audiences that come to the tapings to do them for future right. episodes. Right. Um, so, yeah, so it's definitely, um, uh, I, I definitely did a poll on uh, Twitter. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I've not, <laughs> I've not participated in any of those polls, Doug. Might be the no, same as I know you haven't seen them because I, I do it. I'm very stealthy and, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's the middle of the night operation. So that also leads <laughs> to some very terrible answers from the, uh, oh, good. the people so that have been called. <laughs> um, and you'll, you'll see, we'll discuss it as we go, but there's certain things I, I had to adjust for that, the sh you know, that are a little different than the show, but uh, each of you will get uh, one chance to go first but Sam gets to go first in the very first round. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, top four answers are on the board. See, because that's how Twitter polling works, is you can only do four options. <laughs> top four answers on the board. Uh, this was, the question is, pre-Pando, mm. what was your least favorite part of movie going. So mm. Sam goes first. Sam, just uh, go ahead and guess what you think people's least favorite part of movie going might be. Hmm. My least and favorite that, part of movie going. Um, I want to say, oh God, the um, overpriced nature of how expensive it is the okay now much like family feud i have to kind of filter that right decide what that would mean or you know what other things that could encompass and uh now the question is is it more interesting if i reveal where your answer landed before moving to the next player or should i get all three answers first and then say what I mean, in, in the real feud, as I'm sure you know, uh, my answer would either be revealed on the board or not at this point. But uh, in terms of what's more fun, probably if you get all three of our answers and then reveal their standings. I think so, because if it's, yeah. you know, because on that show, it's two teams. So then, it you know, it makes sense because it goes to one team or the other. But we have right. to have it. Everybody gets to play. Yeah. OK, so Sam is saying the expense of movie going is his least favorite part. Um, so now we move on to Nikki. What do you think? Parking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kara? Um, I'm going to go with people talking. Oh, good answer. good answer. Good answer. 
Yes, yes. And that, you know, this is going to, we're going to have to discuss this uh, because um, just like the show, I, there's an there's an answer that kind of corresponds to that, but not on the nose. So it becomes a, a you know a question and it's for a the judge's discretion. The judges. So we'll have sometimes to drag those it. judges really let things slide. Like yes, I saw they do. I saw one where they were like, "What's something you don't want to see when you enter your house or something?" And this guy went naked, grandma, and yeah. they like they like extrapolated that to like intruder. And I was like, I don't know if that's okay. Yeah. Like yeah, sometimes the judges uh, are in a mood. <laughs> and, and you've got to be right on the money. And sometimes they're like, well, naked grandma is a kind of uh, mammal. So we'll give her uh, animals. I will say yeah. a thing I've been doing with some of my friends in pandemic is watching family feud, like bloopers. And they're worth a, they're worth a YouTube Google. They're really funny. Ooh. Oh yeah. And that's the joy of that show is that there's probably a blooper every night in terms yeah. of just somebody answering something that's just completely ridiculous. <laughs> and these uh, reactions are pretty amazing. Yeah. And then also <laughs> just the euphemisms that they put up on the board sometimes are just like, what, what, <laughs> you know, like it's really, uh, it's amazing. Um, it really is. It's the number one show in syndication currently and uh, it deserves it. Um, okay, so let's recap what everybody said. So Sam said it's too expensive. Uh, Nikki said parking is an issue. And Kara said um, talking, people talking. Uh, so coming in at number four on the board uh, is the old candy wrappers. Mm. Oh, The crinkling candy of candy wrappers. wrappers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the crinkling. Okay. Yeah. But that was just four four percent answered that. Uh, then coming in uh, at number three is sticky seats. Still, <laughs> these people still are going to the thing? wrong theaters. Yeah. Those are adult theaters. <laughs> I know. Stay I know, out of there. That sounds disgusting. Like yeah, I don't know. I, I've, I haven't really encountered that. But I, I mean, I guess if somebody just spilled something, but generally they're not that, that sticky these days. Um, and then uh, that was 17% said that. Then uh, coming in at uh, number two is the, the ads before the movie, the um, TV ads, you know, I feel like TV ads for the movie, 50 ads before the movie. And then uh, this is the one where I have, a, I have to go to the judges, which would just be all of us. Uh, do you think screaming babies falls under uh, talking? Um, I, it is a voice coming out of a human. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me try to communicate with you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Stop like talking. I could, see that. I could see on the show it flipping over like, you know, uh, loud people slash crying babies, you know, like I could see that yeah. in one thing, but then in another time they treat them as totally separate things. So just for the, just for the sake of fun, because it was such a big one, you know, 50% of the people responded screaming babies over candy wrappers, 50 ads and sticky seats. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and let's just call this one a, a draw. Nobody gets any points this round. <laughs> Clearly you were, it was all parents answering that one. I know. I, I literally, <laughs> I have a child and I have yeah. brought her to a movie once when she was so tiny that she did it. I mean, like that's once ever. And I was nervous about it the whole time. I, I don't, I can't believe that that's people are experiencing that. A lot. Yeah. I remember the last time I heard a baby cry at a movie. Yeah. That's a, the, the kind of the joke here is that the, the four choices are all things that are in the theme song from Doug Loves movies. And if uh, you know, anybody, the, those are the only options people had. So of course, <laughs> Sticky seats, sticky seats isn't really a problem anymore, and yet somehow it ranked w way above candy wrappers. And I've, I still have candy wrappers ruining. That's more of a theater problem than a uh, a movie problem, especially in a pandemic. It's it's a it's not a problem at all because you know I'll open candy wrappers all day at home while I'm watching a movie. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't bother me at all, or anyone else. Um, all right, so. If anybody had hit, hit the exact answer, they would have gotten that percentage uh, on their score. So, of course, uh, there's a lot of big points available in this game. Let's go to round two. Um, uh, Nikki gets to go first this time. And what I need you to name 
I asked 100 people for the best movie about some poor sap alone in space. <laughs> because I am sick of seeing groups of one to four people stranded in space. <laughs> it's the same problem every time. We have to figure something out. And then they either figure something out or they don't figure something out. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Stay in space. There's too many people on Earth. <laughs> So what's the um, wait? What's the question? So the question is best movie about someone stuck out in space. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to say. Mm, the Martian. Okay. Kara. Uh. I guess I'll say gravity. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Sam, what do you think? Oh, well, it would be, I'm going to be hard pressed for e either of those to not be one and two. Um, now, I mean, there are, I, I can think of another movie where the, the, the entirety of the movie is not someone being stuck in outer space, but there are portions of it where a character is. Um, I mean, well, I guess there's no one to go after me so I can I can speak freely. Like at this point, a movie that narrowly meets those guidelines, I would say is Moon. But my guess is that that's not gonna rank very high on the list. Whereas the movie Interstellar was a big hit and there are at least two characters who are essentially stranded alone either on a spaceship or on another planet for an extended period but neither is the crux of the film let me give you the exactly the wording of the question uh -huh. for the people okay. to answer it was best movie about some poor sap alone in space thank you uh, in that case, I have no choice but to go with Moon. That is a choice. Yeah. Here we go. Coming in at number four. Rocket Man starring Harlan Williams. <laughs> oh 14.2% pick that as their favorite movie best movie about some poor sap alone in space coming in at number three shockingly sam is shocked by this i was shocked by this number three is gravity wow i am shocked by that i thought that'd be number one with a bullet yeah, yeah. no it didn't uh it didn't in fact I take it back. His number four is thirteen point eight percent. So it's, it was Gravity, then Rocket Man. Wow! Wow! So people really have a great sense of humor. And then coming in at thirty-four point eight percent is The Martian. Wow! Wow! What's one? Yeah, and one? number one, Sam has done it again. No way! No. Number one is Sam Rockwell. Sam with one M. Starring in all by his all by his lonesome uh, moon with thirty two, uh, excuse me, thirty seven point two percent of the vote. I am floored wow. by this stuff. Wow! Yeah. So we've got an exciting game. Sam is in the lead, but Nikki is very close behind. And Kara has some points, just like in <laughs> Family Feud. Um, Wait, how many points, points do we uh, get? We get the number of points of the percentage. Uh huh. So, okay, so I just got 13 points and. 13.8. Okay. All right. Yeah. 0.8. All right. <laughs> yeah. But you know how in uh, Family Feud, as it gets towards the end of the show, uh, they, they uh, figure out how to fudge it so that, uh, you know, one team or the other has to win. Mm -hmm. so, so hopefully I figured this out. <laughs> uh, Are we playing to a certain number? Hopefully I can make this work. No, we're playing a certain number of rounds. Okay. This is the third and final round, but a tiebreaker. We will go to the tiebreaker. 
that's played very much the same style of Family Feud if people are tied. But with these weird percentages, I, the odds of anybody tying are extremely slim. Uh, so um, who hasn't had a chance to go first yet? Kara? Yeah. Okay, so you're first this time. Then mm-hmm. Sam, and then Nikki. Okay. Which character in Reservoir Dogs is the best kisser? <laughs> Does someone know this answer for that? <laughs> uh, you know, it's just it just comes down to opinion, and people people answered the poll this like they amazing. have an opinion. Uh, but I'll you know just I'll give you an extra clue. To, in fairness, uh, that's the movie where none of the characters have you know most of them don't speak of their real names. Right, they have they're they're about to rob a bank, so they have. Um, you know, so they have uh, different names, different color names, Mr. This, Mr. That, Mr. They're all named Mr. and then a color. So the, keeping that in mind, uh, Kara Clank, which one do you think? This would be is an insane, insane question. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with Mr. Blonde. Okay, Mr. Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Sam? I am... Doug, I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed this. <laughs> that is the hardest I've laughed in a while, and thank you for it. Um, well, let's see. Um, oh, you know, you want to get analytical about this, and it seems like uh, you you suggested only the mysteries. We didn't hear anything about Nice Guy Eddie, uh, uh, Joe Cabot. Uh, poor Marvin Nash. I could, you know, all of those guys, but, uh, uh, but honestly, they all, they all finish in the last three spots of best kisser of the, all the guys. That okay. Movie. Then I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Mr. Orange. Okay. Sam's got Mr. Orange. <laughs> Kara's got Mr. Blonde. Nikki, do you, do you remember your remaining options? Yeah. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to maybe take a, a bit of a gamble here. Maybe Twitter is going to have a bit of a sense of humor, <laughs> quite the risk, but I'm going to go Mr. Pink. I thought about doing that. I you know, he doesn't that. tip, but he's probably a good kisser. <laughs> the uh, underdog, guys, the underdog, you know, they got to try hard. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's uh, let's go to the board and see uh, see how this uh, shook out. Sam, what was yours again? Uh, I'm Mr. Orange, the great. Okay, so Sam's Mr. Orange, Kara's Mr. Blonde, and Nikki's Mr. Pink. And uh, coming in uh, number four on the board is Mr. Orange. Oh no, (laughs) guys, Tim, he's the only good guy of the group. Of course, he's the best kisser. Yeah, and he had fifteen uh, percent of the vote went to him. Um, coming in, uh, number three on the board is Mr. Blonde. Oh wow! Oh, wow! With eighteen point four percent. So currently, uh, Kara, I'm sorry. <laughs> your run as champion is oh, over. Oh no, I had so many plans for this coming week. <laughs> Sam's got 52 points to Nikki's 34.8 points. Number three on the board is Mr. White. <laughs> the adorable Harvey, Harvey Keitel uh, with 27.2% of the vote and number one on the board with 38.2 percent is that people taking the poll clearly out of sense of humor because it is indeed steve buscemi mr pink yes i love you twitter (laughs) (laughs) so nikki is our winner today congratulations wow 
I he really started it. off poorly and ended strong. <laughs> that's how that's how it comes together. Carrie, I can tell you all about last week. Yeah, I was um, a, I came from behind in an insane way. I I was really the worst player. Okay, I, mean, I feel like I'm imposter syndrome right now. <laughs> uh, well, you get to come back next week if you like to. You don't have to commit right now, but can you give us a yes, no, or maybe? Absolutely. Absolutely yes. a yes, no, or maybe. Absolutely, yes, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. uh, sure, yes. All right. Well, I'll I'll be in touch to uh, you know I'll follow up on that to uh, make sure that we uh, we get it all set up. Congratulations and thank you. And you get to go first with your plugs. What would you like to plug? Oh, uh, I thought we were playing another game. I got really scared. I was like, wait, I just made it. I can't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, don't. Game. My internet cut out. I gotta go. Bye. You get uh, to go first in our third game. Sam is the best. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game where we all just acknowledge that Sam is the best. And, and whoever does that, the best wins. And Sam is the best at acknowledging his own I bestness. really like this new game, Doug. <laughs> Uh, no, you just get to go first in telling us about what uh, people should be looking for. Uh, check out my podcast, Woe Dad. As I mentioned at the beginning, my rock and roll dad came back into my life, and he, I, he's a character. I'll just say that. And so I have to teach him how to be a father. It's on everywhere you get podcasts. And check me out on YouTube. I have a series called Voicemail Lip Sync where I lip sync weird voicemails that I've gotten. They're real weird. One is four minutes long. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Nikki Bond and Instagram, Nikki Bond, N I K K I B O N. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you uh, next week. Yeah. Kara Clank. Thanks for having me, Doug. Your podcast with Lisa Traeger mm -hmm. is called That's Messed Up. It's an Correct? SVU podcast. Yep. It's called That's Messed Up, an <laughs> okay, SVU good. podcast. <laughs> I, was doing, I didn't have that one written down. That was all from memory. You did it. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here. I'd love to have you back sometime. Thank you. Uh, Sam Levine, what's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, uh, you can find me on the, the, the socials. I'm at Sam Levine, Sam with two M's. And uh, hey, you people, you like to watch things that are streaming and on VOD. Um, I'm in a movie that's streaming right now called Adverse um, with uh, a lot of uh, really giant uh, 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 movie stars are actually in this thing. Mickey Rourke, Penelope Ann Miller, Sean Astin, Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, and it stars my pal Thomas Ian Nicholas, who was, uh, uh, you know, the rookie of the year. Um, but uh, you can also uh, see me and Doug on the last blockbuster documentary streaming now on Netflix of all places. Oh, yeah. I always I've never I don't think I've plugged that on this show. It's Douglas oh. movies. I'm in a movie. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. It's a movie about movies, and uh, yeah, and I haven't. I don't, I don't think I've mentioned it yet, but yeah, um, that uh, that's a super fun watch. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Sam. My pleasure. I, my big plug, my big thing to promote is finally a Doug Loves Movies with an audience. Uh, you know, a socially distanced, uh, uh, limited capacity audience at the Improv in Brea, California on wednesday june 9th i think the show starts at eight but uh you know improv.com will get you there but that's going to be unless something else pops up before then that looks like that's going to be the first time that we've done the show live in front of an audience in uh you know approximately a year and a half that's phenomenal that's news awesome. Doug. So very excited about that and um, and more dates to come. All of my dates are at douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. Yeah. Uh, I even forget the, all the stuff you're supposed to yell at that point in the show. So the audience, <laughs> hopefully the audience will remind me. Kaka, Wallet, Ted Danson, stuff like that. Um, do you or any of you, I was going to say Sam, but, uh, you know, Kara and Nikki can play along. Does anybody have a favorite last line from a movie? Because that's how I close the show these days. Uh, it's tough to beat Apocalypse Now. What's the last line in that one? I ate oh, a bug? 
Uh, no, <laughs> it's uh, Colonel Kurtz uh, voiceover. He just says the horror, the horror. Oh, you know what? I bet you I've done that one already. The, okay. I should have started some sort of database to keep track of which ones I've done. But uh, I feel like I did that last week. Leonard Malton was on or a couple of days ago. He was mm-hmm. on the bonus bonus episode. And um, he he said the line from Maltese Falcon, the stuff dreams are made of. Oh. Um, but the line is actually like starts with, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which I think I, is, I think it's so funny because it's such a, it's such a, you know, good closing line, but it starts with, uh, that's the I, stuff that dreams are made of. I take it back. I want to go with, um, and I don't know the line verbatim, but it's the last spoken line of dialogue from the movie 2012. Okay. Um, because this huge action movie where the world pretty much ends the last line of dialogue i'm reasonably sure i haven't seen it in a few years is um john cusack and amanda pete's um you know daughter who's probably like seven or eight years old proudly telling her father no more pull-ups because she kept wetting the bed Wait, so the last line of the movie is no more pull-ups? I believe it's like no more pull-ups or no more diapers or whatever it is. She's The last line of dialogue is her telling her dad that she doesn't wet the bed anymore and doesn't need the, you know, large child diapers. I've already forgot what movie we're talking about. 2012. 2012. Oh, yeah, of course. Why would I remember that? (laughs) 2012. Wow. That's the thing I've been discovering is that so many movies have the most mundane last line that it's actually, it's pretty funny. But I came up with kind of a, I found kind of a clever one for today because the um, the last line of Jaws is actually, it's a pretty good line, especially if you know, you know, the story. So thank you for suggesting that though. I'm going to look that one up and uh, maybe say it on a uh, future episode. Once again, let's hear it virtually <laughs> for, for, for Kara Clake and Nikki Bond and Sam, the man Levine. Thank you all for being here. Thanks, Doug. This was Thanks, awesome. Doug. Thanks for having us. Fun times. Yeah. As always, I used to hate water. I can't imagine why. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug-